Hello guys and welcome to a new episode of Anxiety Blender by Tinglestorm. Today we are talking about what happened in my burnout episode, uh, what was the peak of my burnout experience. So this episode contains triggering and sensitive topics and if by any mean you are too um, sensitive, forgive me for the repetitions, to things such as self-harm and mental breakouts as well as anti-conservative thoughts, then you might not want to listen to this specific episode, but I'm pretty sure there will be much more uh, for you further ahead. Because, as I said, I want to talk about self-help, self-development, self-love. And this specific episode is very hard to explain because it's really the lower, the lowest I've ever been my entire life. But it's what gave me the idea to finally launch this podcast, so... If you don't want to listen to this, I completely understand, but just stay tuned because this moment of my life will bring a lot to talk about in order to possibly avoid you having to deal with something similar. And if you are dealing with something similar, in order for you to know that you're not alone, that you're loved and listened and taken care of. Without any further ado, let's just go straight into the story of my burnout peak. So, I freaked out. I freaked out. The past holidays I had, um, I spent them completely sad and demotivated. I was constantly thinking okay, one last day before I go back to work. I wasn't living my life. I met a couple friends during those holidays, but I wasn't enjoying that moment. I I was constantly thinking about time passing and about me having to go back to work, to my shifts, to my horrible life to cleaning toilets and I know there is nothing wrong with cleaning toilets it's actually something you have to be very brave if you want to do it because people can be so unpolite and dirty but it's something that really stressed me out because I was basically always doing it and I felt like after the many years I spent with my education, I deserved more than that job. I deserved more than being mistreated like that all the time. Especially because the intention they had when they made me clean toilets was just to bother me, you know? So... And I say cleaning toilets, but there were many other things, don't get me wrong. So... I I just freaked out. I had a fight with my boyfriend. It was only a verbal fight. 
Mm, I've been through domestic violence as well in my past relationship. Maybe I will talk about that later on. But yeah, this time I um, I had this um, verbal fight with my boyfriend where he misunderstood something I told absolute with absolute innocence and I felt like he wasn't understanding what I was saying and nobody was understanding what I was saying anymore when I was at work trying to explain things um, nobody would understand and they thought I was making excuses or they when I was trying to you know share tasks with somebody they would pretend they didn't hear me so I had to do things on my own when I tried to communicate with my parents and tell them that I was so sick and tired of the job that I couldn't take it anymore they wouldn't understand how sick and tired I was they they thought I was just complaining but it was something much more devastating and draining than that and now my boyfriend not understanding me that I was just joking and being offended by some words I I said that I didn't want to be offensive I just wanted to you know uh, catch his attention everything came to my mind so hard it was just suffocating so I remember that he was like uh, do whatever you want I don't care and I was like so I'm gonna fucking kill myself and I went to the kitchen and I took a knife and I tried to really slit my wrists but you know it's not as easy so I was trying to push but when I was pushing that knife onto my wrist it was so painful so eventually I gave up and I started crying like crazy crying like crazy okay I I couldn't hold my tears and my boyfriend was like hey I am shook by what you just did I didn't think you were at this point I knew you were sad about your job but I didn't think you were at this level so now we have to take care of that do you need help and I didn't know what to answer and he said you know what you're doing now you're giving up on that job and I was like I can't who's gonna pay the bills and he said I'm gonna pay the bills you search for another job you you decide whether to um, study whether to search for another job but you cannot go on like that so you better um, listen to me and you better take advantage of this opportunity that I'm giving to you because you cannot go on like this so I decided that he was right and that I should have taken that opportunity and then my parents I, I sent my father a message telling me telling him what I was intending to do and he sent me a message like think about this in 2020 in our city in our country it's not easy to find a job you have one you better keep it um, I didn't even answer to that message uh, I felt like I was trapped because that was the only answer I received every time I told 
my parents how bad the job was and how bad it was affecting my life throughout this past eight years i tried to tell them a lot but that was the only reply i would get so i know i'm a grown-up adult but i feel like when it's up to economical independence if you don't have a solution then you you cannot have an authority to that so i listened uh, to my parents until then and then my father called me when i when he realized i was not replying he was like what's wrong and i was like i cannot do it anymore i'm sorry i i can't and he was like but you looked so happy today and that triggered me because it was the second time he was telling me i was happy and another time was when i like the day before when i was comparing myself to a girl i know that is so successful and he said yeah but she might be successful but she's not as happy as you are and i was like me happy i have a fast food job that doesn't even help me get by because the pay is so low and i should call myself happy and then again he told me i was happy and i just started crying i was like how can you not understand that i fake my happiness i'm not happy i can't go on like this i can't live my life like this anymore and so he understood that i was serious and he was like yeah okay so maybe you should actually search for a new job actually you have the skills that i don't have so maybe i was wrong when i was thinking there were no opportunities for you because you speak several languages you know how to use a computer which is yeah basic things for the average humanity but here in my city it's not as basic so yeah he understood that there was something going on so um that happened on sunday on monday i had to go back to work and i was freaking out i had i was supposed to go to work in the afternoon at 5 p.m and in the morning i was at my mom's house and i was freaking out i was like okay 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 i'll just have to write the letter to take some time off without being paid before completely deciding to you know um give up on the job we have this opportunity in italy so i wanted to go for that first and she was like yes you should do that and go to the doctor tell the doctor you're not going to work today that you need some time off so i was like do you really think i should do that they would hate me for that she was like if you're considering giving up on that job then you should not bother about what they think i was like you know what yes i'm gonna do that so i went to the doctor i told the doctor that i was um not feeling good i tried to explain what was going on what i did saturday with a knife and i immediately started crying 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 and the doctor said i think you need help so we have a mental health center and i want you to go there i'm gonna sign you up for urgence 
um, so you will eventually go tomorrow and um, and we will make sure you get help and I was like okay thank you and then I went home I I didn't even want to talk to my boss because I was so nervous and my mom offered to call for me and that that might sound coward but it helped because I, I, I wasn't able to actually talk and then the next day I was supposed to schedule an appointment at that mental health center um, I tried to do it with my computer at home and it didn't work so I went to the pharmacy where you can book this kind of visits because actually the doctor told me that um, I could do that without her um, recommending me because there wasn't much of a waiting list so I went to the pharmacy and the pharmacist told me that they were not able to do that with the paper that the doctor gave me so she gave me a number and she told me to call that number and eventually schedule from there so I was freaking out I was freaking out because the day before the doctor told me that I would have had immediate help and then this immediate help was not happening I tried to call those numbers and nobody was replying I, I was freaking out, freaking out, freaking out, freaking out I didn't know what to do so I started drinking I took uh, something similar to vodka I don't even know if it was cachaça or something like that filled a huge glass of that took a sip felt like throwing up immediately so I decided that maybe with a little bit of ice cubes in there it would have been easier in the meanwhile I decided to call a friend of mine who struggles a lot with mental health and ask her who could I reach out to but she didn't reply so I started drinking 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 and then my friend called me and I answered the phone and I was totally drunk crying she was like listen I'm gonna call an ambulance for you and I was like no please don't and she was like yes you need help right now if you can't go because you're drunk then they must come to you and I was like no 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 I don't want my neighbors to see an ambulance come pick me up and then she made me talk to a nurse because she was in the hospital in that moment and the nurse told me to calm down the nurse told me she would call the mental health center for me and make sure I was going to have an appointment with them that same day and I was like yes please and then she did it and it worked but I was so fucking drunk I don't even remember I remember that I tried to call my mom at first I called I told my mom I wasn't going to her place that day and she simply replied okay when we were supposed to meet so I was like shook I tried to call my mom she didn't answer I kept drinking and drinking I remember feeling I remember emptying that cachaça bottle and starting another one and then I called my boyfriend I was like 
I don't know what's going on. I'm going crazy. Nobody helps me. He was so freaking worried. And I took a knife and I wanted to slit my wrists again. And I was drunk enough. So I tried my best and changed knives because that one I was using wasn't sharp enough. And the other one wasn't sharp enough as well. And I was trying and trying and trying to slit my wrists and that wouldn't work. And... Then my boyfriend called me and he was like, How's what's happening? And I was like, No, you have to work, don't think of me. I don't know what's going on. And then somebody called my mother and my grandmother. I remembered them calling me both. And then at some point, my mother has shown up, but like, I don't know how much later. I was so drunk trying to cut my wrists my thighs um she told me they are waiting for you at the mental health center but i don't know where that is and i memorized the address and i told her so she didn't even realize i would i was that drunk because i could answer her and she took me to the car and she she told me please don't throw up try to resist because we're going and while we were driving I was feeling my stomach upside down, but still I wasn't even conscious. She told me I've been throwing up like crazy, that she called the ambulance because I I wasn't even able to breathe, but I have no memory of that. But I, I woke up and I was in the hospital and then I talked, the next day I talked to a psychiatrist that didn't actually understand my feelings and that left me even more frustrated but then the next day the mental health center was ready to receive me and I talked to that other psychiatrist that was actually so much more comprehensive I mean not comprehensive he had this irony in this attitude that was actually extremely helpful for me and so we started talking and he started analyzing me and now we are in this together and it will take long but I will feel better eventually I hope so yeah sorry for the ramble this is crazy But this is what has been going on with me lately. And if you watch my videos, you will see my wounds healing on my wrists. They're not deep wounds, so they're kind of easy to see. And I'm very ashamed of them, but at the same time, I wanted to share this story I haven't shared it with anyone I know, actually. Nobody knows about this story. But I want you to know that what brought me here is me not listening to my emotions and feelings for the past eight years. Me trying to get by and force a square to fit into a circle. And... If you don't listen to your body, 
if you don't listen to your mind, your body and your mind will eventually complain very hard on you. And I came to this point of saturation. Of course, now it's it's not okay yet. But I am kind of getting help. And my parents finally listened to me. And now, now everybody's open to help me. And... and uh, I'm quitting my job and I'm searching for new opportunities and I don't know what this will mean for the time being that can be creating content and uh, and I am enjoying con- creating content of course this is not an income but this is helping me to stay connected and this is why I would love to create a strong community and uh, to help others not feel the way I was feeling, not feel so wrong, weak, non-confident and I want you to listen to your body and to the signals it sends and this is why I I am creating this podcast regardless of my following or anything you are loved and there is somebody listening to you whether that is only me I am here and you are not alone please find the courage to ask for help if you need to because your surroundings whether that is family or friends you will get that help so reach out reach out and everything will be okay thank you so much for listening to today's podcast sorry for the excess rambling but i feel like every detail was important to justify what i did to your ears at least so if you have any questions please feel free to reach out to me you have my handles tinglestormasmr on youtube at tinglestormasmr both on twitter and instagram and i can't wait to talk to you again bye